Beer is for gathering. Somos monos cerveceria. Big news from my favorite Chicago neighborhood. Somos Monos Cerveceria, one of the first Latinx-owned breweries in the Windy City, will open in the back of the yards in the fall of 2024. The group of friends behind the brewery exhibit levels of passion, kindness, and compassion for community that is truly rare to encounter. We have visited the back of the yards before on this podcast when we interviewed Weiner Brewing Co., which was, until recently, the only brewery in the neighborhood. This changed when husband and wife, Victor and Rocio Santoya, and friend, Renee, who have all been brewing under the Somos Monos name for years, pushed for a physical location for the beer that they've been brewing. They all are, or have, lived adjacent to the Back of the Yards community for years and exhibit a deep respect and love for the place and the people that live there. It's a neighborhood I myself have grown to love deeply as well. And so, when I heard the news about Somos Monos, I knew I had to reach out. It's sometimes the case where I'm not the best voice to conduct an interview. And with that in mind, I reached out to lifelong Back of the Yards resident and friend of the podcast, Veronica Barbosa. She grew up there, went to school there, watched it change over the years currently takes care of a shocking amount of cats that seek out her heated outdoor cat house and has been frequenting now my favorite taco spot in the world for years which incidentally will be adjacent to the new somos monos cerveceria take a second slow down and imagine a salad somos monos lager paired with the best el pastor you'll ever have I can't wait. Veronica, I, and my new friend, Noodles the Woodle, set up our equipment inside the beautiful entrance of Weiner Brewing. The water feature churns in the background. Victor and Rocio walk in. They are extraordinarily kind and communicative. We sit down at a table beside the water. Renee shows up and greets us warmly. The team then introduces themselves. I'm uh, Victor Santoyo. I'm the founder of Somos Monos. I started homebrewing, I would say, probably like 2015, 2014, I think. I started just for me, just for fun, just... Yeah, I wanted to try to make my own beer. I've seen YouTube videos and I was like, oh, okay, let me try it out. Let me make my own beer see how it comes out but then it's just i got that bug you know it came out good and i was like okay let me do another one and then another one and then i started like giving beer to my friends and family members from there on it was just like okay let's let's do this <laughs> my name is Rene, and i am helping timbales with all this <laughs> and i am learning from him and also grew with him 
and helping them out. I got into beer, I think, later in life. I wasn't really drinking much in my in my youth, I would say, <laughs> pre-21 year old. <laughs> but uh, I wasn't into just like the Corona, the Modelo, or it, to me it all was the same. So once I started knowing about craft beer and the flavors and all that, I always started to get into it, and I was like, "Wow, this is delicious! This is this is what I've been wanting for for a long time." So for me, drinking beer started. After 21. I'm Rocio Santoyo. I'm also part of the uh, brewery. My main part is more organizational uh, part of it. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> they gave me the ideas, and I was like, let's get a spreadsheet going. Let's put yeah. a document together. It's the typical teacher part of me, organization. For me, growing up, my dad was not really a beer drinker. I would see him once in a while. If it was really hot outside, he would go and get a bush. Like a six-pack of bush and then put, like, limon, like, like anin and salt. Um, and that was pretty much it. My mom was also not a drinker. And they were always like, no, nobody can drink. You're a girl. You can't drink. So it was a, a, a lot of a – it was pretty much a forbidden fruit. It's uh, not ladylike. Not ladylike. Definitely not. Um, and so when I met Victor, I was 17, I 18. Yeah. <laughs> it's got me feeling like. I will chime in now and again for context, but for now, I leave you in the very capable hands of Veronica Barbosa, Cat Lord of Back of the Yards. I lived here my whole life. Being from Back of the Yards, you grow up with a sense of pride in your community. And so when you go outside uh, Back of the Yards and people look down on Back of the Yards and yeah. ask you if you're safe there, and I don't know about you, Victor, but it makes me a little bit angry because you you grew up here and you know the people that live there um, and you know how many beautiful and kind people are here. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I feel the same sometimes. I mean, I, I it, it's just what it is. Yeah. Um, but I usually tell people, like, look, I mean, obviously we all hear the bad news. We all hear, you know, the bad stuff. But you need to also come and check it out and all the cool stuff that we have restaurants and everything because there's a lot of good things happening now and so we want to be part of that we want to be part of the good things that can come about how does growing up in these type of neighborhoods influence what you want to do with with your space just being able to provide a space because i think i personally didn't see spaces like that growing up for nobody, and I think we were a lot of a lot of kids like us back then were looking for a place to express our talent or say something, and we just didn't have it. So I think that that helps with how a community grows and evolves. For me, the primary reason it, uh, I'm a primary teacher, and so as I speak to my students and I, when I ask them, like, how was your weekend? What did you see? Like. A lot of the negative stuff that usually comes with back of the arts comes out like I saw this, I heard this, I heard sirens. And so for me I'm like they're growing up the same way, you know, Victor and myself. I heard those stories. I also went to school, told those same stories to my teachers. So I think to me it was like, now let's just change it a little bit. Uh, I want them to see their teacher there is also a business owner or to see that it, it's there's people from the community that stayed here and they wanted to make it better, not necessarily be a spot where let's get out of here. 
like let's let's try to change it so for me i think that's my motivation um and having good beer <laughs> back of the yards is uh filled with all types of people and it's very diverse but you know it is known to be uh predominantly mexican predominantly hispanic with that in mind how did that uh play a role and you figuring out what you would name your beers, what type of beers you would have, and what type of space you're going to provide. Yeah, so the, the thing with the, the names for the beers is actually uh, being musicians, we are using names from like songs from our favorite bands growing up, and they're all in Spanish, so thinking about the community and, and being Mexican, um, that's the other thing, like I was saying, make it a little bit easier for someone to come in and just order and not be confused or not even know what to to expect or what it is. The, the Mexicans that they love, we will, I should say we, because I love Modelo too. Um, and they they usually, and I've seen it, they go into breweries and they ask like, oh, I would like something that's like a Modelo. But then they don't have anything because it's all high IPAs or Saisons or whatever. And so they just leave. And so with that in mind, I'm like, I, that's what I want. I want to kind of, bring them in and, and, and let them know that it's like, yes, it might be something new for them, but they might like it and, you know, try to kind of bring them up a little bit into this whole craft, you know, uh, scene. Cause a lot of people here, they don't, they don't really know about craft beers. So I, I think we want to make sure that we have a space so that they like, let's have a beer there. Let's open them up, get that palate, right? That, that craft beer. And eventually I think like us, have our you know this month we're really into lagers next week we're into saisons like let's get them into that so that they can come also to winer and we can support each other yeah. both breweries um and maybe this will open up with the community where you'll see more you know brown and black people in the breweries uh, i think that's also our, our part of our mission I'd like to add quickly that the music you're hearing throughout this episode was recorded by Rene and Victor's band, Los Vicios de Papa. They're awesome. Let's hear some more. Man, if their beer is as good as their music, which... I'm sure it is. They are set. Let's talk about the beer they intend to brew and the community they plan to foster. How did you determine what kind of beer you guys want to have there? We want to focus on classic style beers, your lagers, your Belgiums. We're, we're not really focusing on too much of uh, experimental beers. Um, so like wild yeast and you know saisons and all, all all those other good beers, we're not really going that route. We we really want to give, especially the back of the arts community, a place where they can just go and chill and, and have a beer and not be too complicated. Um, have someone come in and ask, oh, do you have something like a modelo? And we could be like, yeah, we have this one. This is a lager. It's, you know, here, take a sip, try it. Focus probably a little bit more on the community when it, like the arts and have the space for the community. And I think that's more of what we're kind of focusing on. I think the beer is going to be more of like uh, the cherry on top. The, the place is going to be more for 
or a, a space for the community to come and hang out and enjoy and be a, a safe place. I love that. My parents, being you know older Mexicans, are very stuck in their ways, and they. My dad just drinks Modelo Corona, and sometimes when Noah comes over and brings craft beer, my dad will drink it and be like, "Oh, this is really good," and you know, but he doesn't drink it unless you know you offer it or yeah 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 so with that being said you guys will be on 47th and marshfield. marshfield which for all of you guys who don't know it's a very popular area in back of the yards and there's a lot of marketplaces there there's a taco place which the community loves at <laughs> um and it's a very uh i would say central part of the community how would you guys be, you know, maybe promoting it, knowing that you guys are in the center of this community? We want to showcase movies, um, but it's going to be like the old school classic, like um, Tintan movies or, you know, Pedro Infante movies that like my parents grew up watching and then I grew up watching. And um, just a lot of uh, events that the community can relate to. Like you said, like your parents. Your parents might want to go and check out a movie. And they're going to be in there drinking something that they will like. And then they're going to check out the movie. They're going to have fun. So that's one of the ideas. Obviously having uh, different types of uh, music. Not just, you know, like rock. Like we, we play rock and roll. But we're, we think of other, other, other type of musics. Uh, I grew up playing the marimba in a church, and I'm thinking of inviting them to have some marimba Mondays or marimba Fridays or something, and people can go in and, and for all the family, from grandparents to your your parents to kids, and we, we have to obviously work to to bring the community and see what we're about. But I think we we have everything to to make it happen it's not another cantina it's not another traditional bar that you'll see in back of the yards it's going to be something different where they're where they feel welcome where they feel they can relate um so, so that's even going to go into the way we decorate the place even for women too like beer is predominantly for men or you only see men drinking beer uh and so it's so delicious that I want other women to um, taste it like it's not just the regular lagers. You might like a sour or you might like, you know, a little something more tarty or, you know, more champagne-like. And there's just not that information out there. And so for me, that's another thing that I want to welcome or to expose to, to other women. Like, come taste this beer. Instead of having a book club, maybe we can have a beer club. Yeah. Well, that's maybe you could go into that, like your, the idea you yeah, had. Uh, so we said, yeah, that, that was my idea where it's like I just, or I, you know, if other women want to have a beer that do like it, just have a space to talk about beer, you know, what do you like? What, what have you found? What other breweries? Um, so then I thought of maybe we could call it Cheleras en Acción, uh, you know, beer, uh, women in action with beer, you know. Uh, so, I mean, we haven't honed it down. Those are just ideas that we spit off each other. But the, the main point is let's just get more women, brown women, black women into, into the beer as well. Absolutely. And... The community readily gets behind this idea with programs that helped Somos Monos and all the wonderful things they're trying to do get off the ground. I'll be using and quoting an article in the Chicago Sun-Times by Michelle 
Gloria. Quote, Somos Monos Cerveceria, a longtime back of the yards homebrewing operation, is joining a southwest side project at 47th Street and Ashland Avenue, known as United Yards that's getting Invest South slash West money. The goal of Invest South slash West program is to spur more development in neglected parts of Chicago. And since launching in 2019, it has helped launch a variety of projects from housing next to transit to food business incubators. End quote. And now, great local beer, music, and art will readily be available in Back of the Yards. Mr. Victor adds, quote, People see Back of the Yards as something bad, and all we want is to be a part of something better for the community, and for them to come and enjoy themselves, end quote. Very well said, my friend. Let's dive into the name Somos Monos and share some final thoughts. So Somos Monos, uh, which means we are monkeys, uh, I pretty much got it because um, my mom used to call me uh, Mono because I was always jumping around and being goofy and, you know, being me. And so it's one day I was just coming up with different names and I was like, well, Somos Monos, you know, my mom used to say that all the time and it just clicked. I felt like it was just a funny, you know, goofy name and uh, I told them about it and they liked it and it just stuck. I think Somos Monos, going into a little bit of the background into the name, is we're all monkeys, we're all very playful. Um, and so that that's basically what we want. If for them, for people to feel like, hey, this is a spot where we can all just be ourselves, be silly if we want, because that is the three of us. We're all very, <laughs> very silly and very... Uh, we're animated kids. yes yeah. we are very very <laughs> much kids. kids i don't think we've grown up that much yet <laughs> let's say it's now fall 2024 your brewery has opened what do you what do you see in in your future with with your brewery i want to see smiles i want to see people having fun enjoying the nice cold beer enjoying the place enjoying the rooftop because we will have a rooftop um and just become a family together, grow together. I think it's what I really want. Um, having a place where, where Noah and, you know, Veronica, Noodles, <laughs> can have a place to just enjoy ourselves and, and, and grow together. I think that's what I, I really envision, just, just growing as a community, for sure. I think I would like to see the same thing, just everybody hanging out, having a good time, and just enjoying every part of it. I mean, I think Victor said it very, very well, but that's all my vision as well. We want to grow with the community and with the community growing with us, not necessarily seeing everybody leave, but staying, the people that are here, staying and just growing together and just having a great time. Honestly, you guys are talking and I'm like, yes, I can't wait for this to happen because <laughs> you guys are saying everything that I've ever wanted in back of the yards, beer, community. Um, woman, specifically brown and black woman, uh, which um, Noah, you know, in the craft beer scene, there's not a lot of women, uh, specifically not a lot of brown or black women. So all of that, um, you hearing you guys and hearing all that that you just said, Rocio, is uh, honestly a breath of fresh air in the community. I'm very, very happy. Thank you. We, we, we are very excited too. Yeah. <laughs> I want to add this quickly. It's 
one thing just to say you want to foster community, but when you see it firsthand, when you talk with and laugh with Victor, Rocio, and Renee, you feel it. And you know their heart's in the right place and they're going to be successful. Look, we stayed for a couple hours and just talked. The vibe was great from the time we set up. That's fine. Right. We've, We've been, been very close. To the time Noodles straight up ran away. Noodles! <laughs> Come here, Noodles! Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so I started wandering. <laughs> we got into the many necessary beer runs during the pandemic. Winery is awesome too. Like that, awesome. Yeah, oh, yeah, like we, a lot yeah, of the pandemic, uh, you know, shamefully we came here a lot to like. They did like a <laughs> special during the during the pandemic. They're like, yeah. you could get like yeah, like thirty two. I forgot how much. Yeah, we it was like a whole here. case. Yeah, a whole case, and we would get we would come pick it up and take it. Oh, oh it was bad. Yeah, <laughs> so makes breweries. So and my personal favorite, we talked Ireland, and Renee shared his frankly. Pretty impressive Irish accent. The people and the, the bartenders, they're like, they're like, don't waste your time with this. You got to drink Guinness. <laughs> <laughs> I love your accent. Yeah. <laughs> Loved hanging out with all of them. Yeah. I reached out to Veronica to provide some final reflections and thoughts. Yeah. Just with all the negative media that surrounds Back of the Yards, I'm just really excited to see um, a little bit of change with, hopefully, with um, the new brewery opening up. Um, con todo las noticias negativas que vemos del barrio de las empacadoras, estoy súper emocionada de ver um, una noticia nueva con la nueva cervecería que no sea, you know, negativa. Y... I couldn't be more excited for Somos Monos and the beautiful people making it happen. Thank you to Victor, Rocio, and Renee, as well as a big thank you to Weiner Brewing for letting us record in their beautiful space and drink their always fantastic beer. A final thank you to the Back of the Yards community and to Veronica for guest hosting today's episode. That is it for this week. Thank you so much for listening to the Beer Nomad podcast. If you find value in this show, rate and subscribe wherever you're listening now. Otherwise, let's have Los Vicios de Papa play us off. Drink good beer and be good to each other. Cheers. (laughs) 